Welcome to the Refresh Her podcast. My name is Denise Cunningham, and on this podcast targeted for women, I long to encourage you in your heart, your home, and your life. Let's open the scriptures and be refreshed by the truth from God's Word. We are in a series called A Crown or a Cancer. We're talking about marriage, and today we're going to talk about a crown is a beautiful adornment to the person that wears it. In our last broadcast, we were talking about being an honor to our husbands, honoring him with our words, honoring him with our actions. When God created Adam and Eve, God brought Eve to the man, and when Adam saw Eve, he was wowed. Here he is looking at this beautiful creation that God had made to be his completer. And not only was she just a beautiful creature to him, she was created to be his completer. She was somebody who now could share his life, his joys, his worship. I think most homes would agree that the home is made complete because there's a woman there. If the wife goes away for a weekend retreat or she's gone to the hospital for some amount of days, everything just seems empty. And there seems like there's just something hugely missing. Because for the most part, the woman is the heart of the home. And her presence adds the warmth, the charm, and the beauty. We are the crown. This is what God's word says. A virtuous woman is a crown to her husband. But listen to the contrast. But she that makes ashamed is as rottenness in his bones. That's Proverbs 12, 4. So today we're going to just talk again about the crown and how the crown is a beautiful adornment. I mentioned in the first broadcast that there was a young teenage girl who was crowned homecoming queen, and she was so thrilled with that crown that she was going to sleep in it, and she said she was never going to take it off. I imagine it made her countenance even more beautiful. Well, you and I are to be that beautiful adornment to our husband's life. To adorn means to make something more pleasing or to make it attractive to make it impressive. That's what you and I as wives are to do for our husband's life. And we need to help and be the completer by being that beautiful adornment. So first of all, I think we can be able to adorn his life by just simply being a helper. This is why we were given to our husband's. Genesis 2.18, And the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone, and I will make him an help meet for him, or a helper that is suitable for him. This is someone who aids another. So the woman is created because the man needed someone that could aid him in his responsibilities and also just be a, a beautiful adornment in his life. I think we're often caught in the trap of pointing our finger at a man and then wondering why he doesn't think the way we do 
or why he does things differently than we would do them. But that's God's design. Men should not be expected to be like us. Isn't it amazing when you look at a little boy and a little girl and how different they are with the noises they make or the way they play with a toy? A little girl picks up a baby doll and she cuddles it and she takes care of it and the little boy uses it for a hammer. Well, when they grow up, there's still these huge differences. So men shouldn't be expected to be like we are. You and I, as women, can do multiple things at one time. You can hold a baby, talk on the phone, stir a pot on the stove, and also keep an eye on the toddler that's in the next room all at one time because that's just how God made us. But men cannot do that. We, we do multiple things at one time, and men pretty much have to focus on one task at a time. They need our help. If you've heard any of the past broadcasts, you may have heard some of the uh, broadcasts about having godly character traits. And when we talked about those, we were remembering that you and I were made to reflect the communicable character traits of God. I wonder what our marriages would look like if we reflected those very traits in our marriage. Traits like kindness and grace, forgiveness, peace, hospitality, faithfulness. Those are just a few of them. How lovely our marriage would be if those were demonstrated on a daily basis. And, you know, these are the things that enhance the marriage. These are the things that make the marriage beautiful. It's us reflecting the nature of God who brought us together. Now, if you know my husband and me, you know that we are very, very different Even just from looking at us, we are very, very opposite. I'm 4'9", he's 6'2". So right there is a huge difference. But it doesn't stop there. We're different in just about every way. But God does that so that where he is weak, I am strong and vice versa. So as wives, we need to look at our husband and look at the areas where he is weak and help him in those particular points. I recently heard about a man who had been dealing with anxiety attacks, and they were so severe that he was sent to the emergency room a couple of times to be able to deal with them. And one night he could feel an anxiety attack coming, and he said, Honey, please get me to the emergency room. I have to go right now. And she took him by the hand, and she said, No, I want you to come and lay down on the couch. And he lay down. He put his head in her lap. She opened her Bible, and she began to read from the Psalms. Those Psalms comforted his heart. And he said, from that day on, he's never had another anxiety attack. I think about this woman who had used her strength, the the calmness of her heart, to be able to help her husband in such a great time of need. So be his helper by thinking about the areas in which he is weak and you are strong and come in and aid him in those things. You can be able also to just ask him what you can do for him that day. This would be a lovely adornment to his life. How can I help you today? Ask him and then do it sweetly. 
remember one time I asked my husband that question, and he said, well, could you mail these letters for me when you go to town? And I thought, well, that's easy enough. Drive up to the box and drop them in. I said, I sure can. And then when I got the letters, I realized that they had no stamps on them. Now I was going to have to park the car, go inside, and wait in the typically long line at the post office. But, you know, those things need to be done with a right heart. Ask what you can do and then do it sweetly for him. It will beautify his life. Just knowing his weaknesses and coming alongside to help him. If you're a good administrator and your husband is not, or you're good with the finances and your husband is not, you know where to step in and help. Now, my husband being a pastor, he's had a ministry to children at our church on Sunday mornings in a ministry called Pastor's Pals, where he makes a little object lesson and talks to the children with a biblical truth. And he really struggles with doing this. And I've taught children for years. And so this is an area of his ministry that I know I can help him in. So I often will give him some ideas of things that he can be able to talk to the children about. You know, one way to beautify your husband's life is just smile at him. I love Proverbs chapter 5, verse 18. It says, and rejoice with the wife of your youth. Now, we might point our finger at our husband and say, yeah, why don't you rejoice with me? But, you know, we have to give him something to rejoice in. When was the last time you just looked at him and just smiled? Just smile. I heard the story of a woman who was working at a local hardware store in their town. And every time she was seen, there would be several men that were gathered around her at the counter. And they were always talking and laughing. And if you wanted to get waited on at the cash register, you kind of had to wade your way through this little group of people. Because they were having such a great time chatting with this clerk at the hardware store. And the person telling the story said that the strange thing about this was that the woman wasn't a beauty queen, but she was just fun to be around. And one day, a woman and her husband were leaving this hardware store, and she brought to her husband's attention all the men that were standing around the clerk. And he said, oh, you mean that that cute little clerk? And she said, you know, the truth is she wasn't little, and she really wasn't that cute. But the other truth is she was smiling. She was laughing. She was giggling. And people enjoyed, the men enjoyed being around her. And the lady said a few weeks later, they were at the grocery store and they saw a woman that was scolding her daughter in the grocery aisle. The smiles were gone. The laughter was gone. And her husband looked at this woman and he said to his wife, don't we know her from somewhere? she said, that's the woman from the hardware store. But you see, he didn't even recognize her because the smiles were not there. The twinkle in her eye was gone. Men are attracted to smiles. Proverbs 17, 22 reminds us that a merry heart does good like a medicine. And you know, the most effective beauty aid that you and I can give our husbands is a smile. So do you just need to learn to smile again? You can beautify his life also helping with his personal needs. Keep his clothes in good condition. Keep the laundry done up, buttons mended, hems stitched back up. Guide him with color combinations, just those personal things. And also, 
beautify his life by being a responsible homemaker. Titus chapter 2 tells us that we need to teach the younger women to be keepers at home. Learn how to keep your home in a way that would keep your husband satisfied to come home and that he would find it welcoming and inviting. How about just learning to be the best wife you can be? Read books, read blogs, listen to podcasts, broadcasts like this that will encourage you to be better as a wife. And then submit to your husband as though you are submitting to God because it is the same. We will honor God as we submit to our husband. And the last thing I want to encourage you to do is just enhance your husband by you looking your best. Men are visual. And again, this is how God made them. He was attracted to your outside, your exterior, before he ever knew you. So what do you need to do something about? What is there that you can do today? Even maybe thinking, okay, I need to lose a few pounds. Or I could change my hairstyle and make it a little more fresh. I could apply a little makeup today and make myself look a little more presentable for him. Husbands are visual. Let's help make that visual part a blessing to him and beautify his life. By being a crown, be the best wife that you can be. So make his life beautiful, be his adornment, be his helper, just be his crown. You can go to my blog at refreshher.com and get more encouragement and refreshment for your life. Thank you for listening today.